Hello and welcome back to Akashic Record Truths with Nikki and Jada and special guest Michelle Smith. So today we want to talk a little bit more about lightworkers. It was interesting because we didn't really talk about non-legit lightworkers on our last podcast, but after talking to Michelle, she has a pretty interesting story regarding her family and dealing with somebody that um, has created a bit of turmoil in their family. And I thought it was very fitting for this topic. So we've invited Michelle on to share that story and ultimately educate people on why it's so important to make sure that you're working with the right people when choosing a light worker. Michelle, you want to say hello and introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. I'm new basically to being a light worker, and I all got started down this road with someone because I was looking for help. Yeah. And you're, and that person happened to be referred to you by your sister, right? Correct. Yeah. So, how long have you been on your spiritual journey? Just so you guys know, Michelle is actually a spiritual leader. And how long have you been actively really working with spirit? It's been 20 years, slow going. But yes, it's been 20 years of learning and growing very, very glacially slow <laughs> pace. Lots of ups and downs and lots of ups and downs. Growing pains, growing pains. Can you share a little bit about your gifts? I started being a voice channel for the angelic realm. And it took me a long time to realize that that's what it was. And that that started actually in year 2000. I'm still learning. And I'm learning now that I can have some ability to do healing work and um, to incorporate that with the channeling stuff. So you weren't aware that you were a spiritual leader until I came into your life. Is that correct? That is correct. To give our listeners a bit of a background, I had this notification on my phone. I couldn't figure out what the notification was. And it, for some reason, it just kept showing up. I didn't know, didn't know. And then all of a sudden, one day I opened it up. I saw this group chat that I was added to. And I was like, oh, that's where that notification has come from. So I opened up that chat and it was for, it's a group for coaches or something. I'm not even part of the, the actual Facebook group. I have no idea how I was added to this chat. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just, I'll introduce myself the same way. I sort of do always find it a bit hard to explain what I do, especially in normal business sort of settings. So I went to write it and I could feel I was channeling something different than I usually would. I was kind of poking fun at being a psychic medium. I was talking about how I spend most of my time talking to dead people. And, you know, I'm not going to be for everybody, but if anyone was kind of in the space that I would love to hear from them. And sure enough, four people immediately responded to me and Michelle was one of them. I thought, oh, how amazing is this? I could feel their energy and I was just so excited to be connected to them. It was super exciting. So I'd asked Jada if we could look into their files and learn a little bit more because they had shared a little bit about their stories with me. And I was like, oh, I'm mm, I'm pretty sure these could potentially be spiritual leaders, not just gifted people. And yeah, so we did the file. We checked up on the files and sure enough, three out of the four were spiritual leaders and one is extremely gifted. And so Michelle and I have like clicked since then. Michelle has told me amazing things. She does amazing work every day. Spirit has her up. What time do they get you up in the morning every day? Somewhere between 2.30 and 5, depending on the day, depending on how much they have for me to do. And she just works her butt off spreading light around
around the planet, sharing it with spiritual leaders in particular, isn't it? Yes, but also it's like bring in more love and light during this time of shifting. Absolutely. So we we spend quite a bit of talking time talking. It's funny because you're in the US and we're in Australia. And lately I've been working nights. So we actually end up chatting. We're both awake at the time that we're chatting, even though it weird times. So we're like, I should really be sleeping or you should be sleeping. And we're actually both awake and talking. And it's been nice in that respect because it can be very hard. I know like with my mom and stuff, I'm always in passing with my mom up in Alberta. And so it's hard to connect with her. But you and I haven't really had that issue. Like where there has been a chunk of time where we've been able to talk every day. So it's also interesting too, because Michelle, you spent a lot of your life living in Alberta, didn't you? Yes, I, I wasn't born there, but my parents moved there when I was two months old. So it was all I ever knew until I was 26. And then I left for good. <laughs> I was like, I am not doing this cold weather thing anymore. And then I was in California for, for most of the time since then. Where were you based in Alberta? Where did you live? I was... We started out in a few small prairie towns, but the majority of the time was in a town called Leduc that's near Edmonton. It's like right near the airport. For my family, lives in Calgary, which is like two and a half hours away from Leduc. So we were very close. I'm not from Calgary originally either. I was about six when my family moved there and we've been there. We were there ever since. And um, so it's so interesting now living in Australia and then connecting with you and you're in where you're in Maryland currently. I'm in Maryland right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yet we live, but yet we spent most of our lives growing up like two hours away from each other. So that's super. Super interesting how that all works. Before I pulled your file, you were telling me that you weren't ready to share your gifts or you weren't ready to share with people. And I said, you need to share right away. And I didn't know why I said it at that point in time. And then when I pulled your file, I said, is there a message that you would like me to pass along to her? And they said, you already did. She needs to share now. And then they passed along the message that they had said to me that your healer was part of the problem. And I remember thinking that when I first, when you first said it to me, you said, I'm working with somebody, she, you know, sort of saying that I'm not really ready yet and all that sort of stuff. So immediately I connected the dots and was like, uh oh, we have a problem. So <laughs> since then you have shared with me and I have learned a lot about this light worker. And I'd like Jada to kind of talk a little bit about that. And we won't mention her name at this point, but Jada, when we looked into her file, is she gifted? The healer? Yeah. Um, no, she is not. When I was speaking to Spirit the other day, because me and Michelle were talking and I, I thought they told me that she was gifted. Okay, so this is why I'm confirming and why I always confirm with Jada. So she is not gifted, but she is currently providing services and claiming to be gifted. So she is not a psychic medi medium then, Jada? She has a purpose in spirituality, but not. she doesn't have the gifts of being a, a healer or a reader or psychic medium, thing like that. Okay, so she has a purpose, a spiritual purpose, but it doesn't involve yeah. any... So this is sort of new as well, because we've talked about lightworkers. We've talked about non-gifted lightworkers. We've talked about spiritual leaders. We've talked about gifted people. Now you're saying this person has a purpose. Can you explain what her purpose is? I can't share that information. Yeah, okay. With that said, I'm going to have to kind of backtrack because what I last spoke to Michelle about would be irrelevant then I wasn't, or I got the message a little bit wrong because my understanding was she was gifted, but kind of, she's kind of gone rogue. 
would you say that she's off course with what she's currently doing? Yeah. Okay. So this reading that I did with Michelle the other day, they were talking about, and I'm just going to get you to confirm this as we go. They were sort of saying to me that what she is doing currently is not good, but it's a learning lesson for Michelle. Do you agree with that? Yeah. So that's why she hasn't been pulled up for doing it. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. Okay. So Michelle, can you share, why don't we start from the beginning about this situation with her? Your sister's been with her for a long time. You want to share that story? Yeah. I didn't really know too much about what she did. I just knew my sister was working with her. My sister had been working with her for years on and off. And when my sister, I guess this person got wind of me in in my sister's life and was saying, oh, I, you know, she needs my help kind of a thing. And she urged my sister to help me by paying for sessions with her. And so I I knew I needed someone or something to help propel me in another direction. I knew something big needed to happen. So I said yes. And years ago, I had actually met her, this person that the uh, so-called- Let's call her Stacy. Let's call her Stacy. Yeah, Stacey. we'll give her a name. <laughs> I met Stacy, and I am not much of a seer, but I saw something. There was like a black goo ooze sort of trailing behind her as she was coming down the stairs, and I just got this chill feeling like, oof, that's not right. So I was like, I don't want to deal with that person. But somehow I got it in my head. Well, maybe that was wrong because as soon as I started working with her, she started to say, you have these immense spiritual gifts and nobody had ever actually acknowledged that about me before. And so I was really open to her, like confirming that I had these abilities and that's how it all started, me being open to getting help, even though I felt wary to begin with, and then everything else ensued. So Stacy, I guess for you, the, the biggest thing that she has done is she made you feel like you weren't good enough to share your gifts without being attached to her. It was more like you are not ready for this exclusive group of people that I could introduce you to that would want to work with you. And they, I think it was more, she kept on talking about that I was like her and that she would take on mentoring as a way to help sort of mold people to be like her because she never, she said that she didn't attract anybody that wasn't really like her. So she felt like I wasn't ready, I wasn't packaged, or it made me think I wasn't packaged the right way for for these people that she was going to introduce me to. And so I felt uneasy about that immediately, but I was kind of feeling like, well, this could be my entree into doing the work that I'm supposed to be doing. And even if it doesn't look the way that I thought, it could still be a good thing. It wasn't until later, of course, where I just got in touch with my own feeling about everything. It was just like, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel right. And it just 
it ramped up as time was going by, feeling like more and more manipulation on her end in that if I wasn't ready now, then when would I be ready? And it was kind of like this dance of her saying, well, you saying that or thinking that proves you're not ready. The fact that you've complained about something proves you're not ready. The fact it's that like you- It's like a guru have... mentality and a very egocentric way of mentoring somebody. Like they're, yeah. they're the top of, they're the top and you need to aspire to be them. Yes, that was it. And I, I didn't ever aspire to be her. I didn't really feel like we were on the same wavelength, but I was like, you know what? just go with it because I'd been so resistant to so many things for years and I never had gotten any real help. I hadn't reached out or I hadn't reached out to the right people. So I was like, let me just go with this because I need for something to change. I need for something to shift, to move forward with my life. Absolutely. And, and you have that intuition and we uh, get at the end of the day, these lessons are in trusting your intuition and standing in your integrity and making sure that you have discernment around all people, right? Even if they think they're the right people, people pretend to be things and paint a picture that doesn't, you know, isn't reality. Jada, is Stacy aware of her ego and what yes. she's doing and how she's going about it? She's very aware of what she's doing. She's just pulling on the lack of her her confidence and using that as a way to make money. And is this because she doesn't physically have the gifts of the people that she's connected to? So therefore she doesn't feel... Yeah, she's, yeah. She doesn't realize that her purpose is in spirituality, but it doesn't involve being spiritually gifted so therefore she latches onto those that have their gifts and then makes them feel smaller to make herself feel bigger exactly so yes. now when it comes to your sister I don't know what you want to share about that situation and what she has going on I guess all that I'd like to share from my sister's own privacy is just that that my sister has wanted help with a chronic condition and with relationships in her life and she has felt powerless and just about that that uh, that Stacy was using that feeling of powerlessness to to continue to work with her or to to continue to prescribe that the solution is more work with her. Which is exactly what Jada was just saying is she's manipulating people into believing that they need her so that it continues. She's constantly getting a payout. She's making money off of false beliefs. So Stacy has done this the to the degree of what she does this is actually quite disturbing like she will lie about all sorts of things about fixing things that don't exist and unfortunately what happens is when we do this so for example someone comes in and believes that they're really sick or were they were really sick but their mindset is you know they're in remission but they're worried that it might come back sort of thing so they have this little bit of belief system inside of them that this worry and then she she latches on to that and then she feeds off of it. So she creates, she starts building, building up that, that worry and that belief 
system until that person is so consumed by something that they never needed to worry about. In fact, they needed to release the worry and let it go to move forward. What she's actually doing is feeding off of that so that that person is actually getting worse rather than better. Would you agree with that, Jada? Yes. So this is where the reason why we bring this up is because we have those who we have two. well, this is a unique situation because her purpose is in spirituality. She's not gifted and she's not a light worker either. So I've never really seen this sort of situation, but she is on the wrong path. And what happens is when we're on the wrong path, we do things that we probably shouldn't be doing and, and we affect other people and it can it can get to the point where it's quite dangerous. When we're talking about legit light workers, this goes back to understanding that we are all on a journey. None of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. And what legitlightworkers.com is meant to do is to give you an up-to-date record of where that light worker is at or if that person is actually legit because there are repercussions that like bad things can happen to people when they are involved with people that they shouldn't be. So for instance, someone is a light worker. Let's just say that Stacy is a light worker and she's not in alignment and she continues to sell. The, well, as we said, she's feeding off of people's negativity. She's actually making them sicker rather than making them better. Although that, you know, as a light worker, their job is to heal people. Her mindset is not in a place to do that. So when you go to pull a record with us, it would say that that person isn't fit to help you at this time. It doesn't mean that they're not a light worker. It just means that they're not in alignment to be helping anybody at the moment sort of thing. And then you've got the ones that are just fraudulently claiming to be something that they're not, which would be, you know, someone that, you know, went to a two-day course and someone told them that they were, you know, certified to be a light worker and they are not gifted, not a spiritual leader, and were not approved, as we spoke about in the last podcast. They weren't given permission to be a non-gifted light worker and they're out there they're selling their services. And a lot of times, it's not always bad. If they're practicing in the right way, if, if they're not working with spirit, nothing is happening. The person just won't receive any benefits from that. But in some cases, like in Michelle's case, people who are not light workers that are doing that and also have the mindset of fulfilling their own needs or in ego state, or they actually can do more harm because they're physically putting belief systems into you to make themselves feel better, which is super dangerous long term, especially if that person doesn't have a second opinion or doesn't have someone else like Michelle Spirit brought me to her to help her recognize that that wasn't right and that she needed to listen to what she was being told. For other people, they might not be so lucky and therefore they need to find that and, and listen to that intuition themselves to then get themselves away from that situation. The same thing goes for your sister, right? At some point, she's going to have to recognize that this person is not helping her and is and even worse she's actually harming her but that's mm -hmm. that's a lesson for her to learn no one can change that for her she has to recognize that for herself because if i were to go say that to her I look like the person that is trying to change, you know, come to me because I am right. And and she's not going to believe that, right? She has to f right. find that for herself. And for me, like, uh, I felt uneasy before I came in contact with you. But I think I was feeling like, well, I don't have another avenue. I was saying I feel uncomfortable. I feel, I felt like I was in bondage. Like I was, that her purpose was to put me in bondage to her, to wrap up my 
gifts for her only to use or for people she knew to use and profit off of. And that I wasn't, I was being drained. I felt like I was being drained. And when you came along and told me, you know, held up this mirror for me and were like, this is what you have. This is who you are. Then I was like, oh, okay. Then I don't need to do anything that is uncomfortable. The, the thing that was she was working with also was the fact that I'm used to accepting stuff that doesn't feel great in my life in general, because it never felt great with every, every friendship, every job, every place I lived, everything felt always off wrong, unfulfilling, not quite in alignment with who I was. So this was one thing in a long line of that. She used that. Yeah, absolutely. She completely manipulated it. She took your weak points and she used it to her advantage. And this is what gets so scary with these sort of people, whether, you know, out of alignment or just, yeah, just completely out of alignment, whether you're a light worker or not. Like we have to be careful that that person is in the mindset of helping of serving right the, when the ego gets in the way there is no stopping and there's no real line as to what they'll cross to get what they want because they're not in it for the right reasons at all and like i said yeah. in some cases that can be light workers that are out of alignment and then there's obviously the, the you know a lot of people just wanting to make money off of an industry that is growing at the moment which is scary in itself i have a quick question for jada if i could just to be clear, is Stacy working with my sister actually making my sister worse as opposed to just not doing anything? Well, it's it's a hard one because she's she is making her worse because she's convincing her of things that aren't true, and it's created a mindset that that's hurting your sister. So in a way, it is making her worse in the healing way she isn't doing anything okay Thank so you. no work is being done on her and why it is hard if jada correct me if i'm wrong is because it's still your sister's responsibility her yes. life is her responsibility she's allowing stacy to harm her so therefore it's not 100 stacy's fault stacy's just taking advantage of an opportunity that's in front of her mm -hmm. okay i think this episode was definitely to shine a light on the fact that we hope the majority of the time someone that is doing work that isn't a light worker isn't connected to spirit is just doing nothing and a lot of times that is the case if you have someone doing like like chakra healing let's say they're not talking doing much you know the crystals are doing the work that sort of thing but the actual physical healing just it, the spirit isn't there because we work alongside spirit if they're mm -hmm. if they're absent or the angels in your case, if they're absent, there's no healing taking place. It's just a person not channeling anything. But when it mm -hmm. comes to the deeper talk therapy and the actual interaction, readings and claiming to be a psychic medium and things like that, that's super dangerous as well. Because again, we're talking. And when we're talking about telling someone false information, it becomes a huge issue. I have people come to me all the time. They're like, oh yeah, I was told that my daughter is this person and they've their entire belief system is around this story that was fake. It was all wrong. It was a lie. And they base everything on that story. So they just keep compiling 
more false beliefs around that original story. And in some cases, it's harmless. Oh, well, if that person wasn't your mom in your last life. But in other cases, when we're talking, let's say even just, you know, being sexually assaulted, oh, you were sexually assaulted in your last life. You, know, you tell somebody that, what, what do they t- do with that? Are they now believing that they're a victim? Are they now, what belief systems have now been put into their mind in this process? Jada, do you have anything to add about the harm that people can do? Just that if you ever feel like they're saying something fishy and you feel like maybe you're just being stupid, just not to feel that way because a lot of the time they are being fishy and they're telling you things. A lot of them, when they're not true, they will say things like, you shouldn't be sharing your gift or... You're not ready. Or you don't have that gift. Spirit is very big on you sharing what you have in the moment, because that's what inspires people the most is to see you be brave and share even though you're not a master, because we become masters, the more that we share and the more that we experience. And it's in that moment, it's being present in that moment and sharing what you have to offer. Jada, correct me if I'm wrong. The last thing they're telling people is that you're not ready. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That just landed in a new way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My healer was just saying to me the other day, she said, I just have to be a couple of steps ahead of you. I have to have the experience a few steps ahead of you to help you. She said, but I still have to do the work because as you grow, I need to grow as well to keep helping you. And that's what we're saying with the records as well is a light worker might be good for you today and they'll be able to help you with a certain something, but then they might not be relevant for you in a different situation or even down the line as you level up, maybe they haven't leveled up very much. So you need to find a new healer. And that's why these reports that we're doing with legit light workers is so important because it's not just to shine a light, shining a light doesn't sound right, but on fake people, ones that shouldn't be doing it, but it's also holding light workers accountable to continuing to grow, but also making sure that you understand that your journey will include many different people and letting go, you know, this healer might be perfect for you right now, but as you up level, you're going to need someone that understands that level or that area of expertise. So light workers who are in alignment, understand this very well. I'm not the right person for you. Let me connect you with the right person because they're not attached to the financial gain. They just want to help. If helping you means passing you along to somebody else, then they will do that if they're working from their heart. I'm not going to keep somebody with me if I know that they're better off with somebody else. But that's because I'm heart-centered. I care about people receiving results and them being able to move forward in their journey. And I, there is no lack for me. When I am, spirit will always provide for me if I am in the light. Why wouldn't they send me more people? If I am doing a good job at serving other people, of course, they're going to continue to send people my way so I can keep doing what I do best. So there is no lack in that respect. Whereas when you do have people that are not connected or not legit, they are scared because they have to chase the work. Spirit isn't sending them work. So therefore they have to find it. They have to physically go fish themselves. And it's a dry pond for them because spirit already knows where they want to be sending people to legit light workers. So therefore that pond only has a few fish in it. And it's usually the ones that are vibrating at an extremely low frequency that can be manipulated into being taken advantage of unfortunately i have leveled up (laughs) (laughs) this spirit leveled me up to get me 
to open my eyes and I was able to just understand that this was about my mission. And so it was important for me to do what was right for me and not care about hurting feelings or what was going to be the fallout. I just had to do what was right. And as soon as I, because there were all kinds of like energetic connections she was trying to make with me, I had to clear all that off. I had spirit clear it off. And then I could just feel free. There's no looking back. I just feel so much better knowing that I did the right thing. My energy is clear and it's mine. I'm sovereign. Yeah, absolutely. The power is within us. It's not connected to anybody else. It's it's us 100%. And yes, we work alongside spirit, but as you just in your story alone, they don't intervene. They let you go through the growing pains of learning that and figuring it out for yourself. And when you were ready for the answer, it was there. You're not even bound to them either. You know what I mean? We make our own choices. We make our own decisions and we move up when we're ready for it. So yes, I, yes, I have nothing else to say that. Okay, so we have had this little bit of a talk around the name Legit Lightworkers has been a bit of a thing for me where I like I've had a couple of people mention that the name seemed a bit egocentric and that was channeled that name was channeled to me during my Reiki attunement and I didn't give it much else thought because it was channeled. And then when I had mentioned it to a few spiritual leaders, they said, oh, I don't really like the name. It's a bit egocentric. And I said, oh man, I better check in with Jada and, you know, just end with spirit and make sure that I got it right. Because I can see how it might seem that way. Calling ourselves legit means that no one else is legit. And when I had asked, I had asked Jada, I said, look, because when I was building it out and stuff, Jada's like, oh, I love it. It looks so good. It's, you know, all. And then I was like, well, she has been like really supportive about it. So I'm sure she would have said something. And so I went and talked to her and I said, Jada, look, I know you've been supportive and stuff, but I just, there's been a couple of people mention the name as being a bit ego centric. I said, I just want to check with you in spirit that that is the right name and that it's not going to turn people off. And I explained to her, I don't actually feel that way because to me, anyone who is a legit light worker has done the work. They are constantly doing the work. We serve, serve, serve all the time. We're always giving and we have lived very convoluted lives, most of us. We've gone through many lessons. We've experienced many things and that's what makes us legit. There is a story behind it. We earned that name. And when we have other people who have not done the work, who are claiming they are something that they're not, and also not even trying to do the work or trying to be better or to serve, I, I don't want to be put in the same category as them. And I think that we as light workers deserve to have that title that yes, we are legit and we are claiming that because we know we, we are here to serve you. And Jada just said to me, that is right. And I said, and I feel like anyone, any light worker that doesn't feel like that name is correct, I want them to turn into themselves and ask them why they feel that way. Because they are legit and they are worthy of that name too. And if they don't feel that way, then they need to look at their self-worth and give themselves a bit more credit. Because at the end of the day, they aren't like the other ones. And they deserve that recognition as well. And they need to recognize it from within themselves. I think the name is a service. You're wanting to help people truly help them. So what better way 
than making sure that they're actually getting help. No more dancing around and this person means well and they have a good heart and all that. If you need real help, you need to know that you can get that. <laughs> and yeah. the, I think it's just brilliant because it just cuts away all of the fluff and all of this pleasantries and trying to be nice about stuff. If you're not a legit light worker, then you're not going to be providing the help that people really need. Simple. I agree. Absolutely. I have goosebumps like all over my body. As you were saying that, <laughs> I, just, like, I agree 100%. And I think that every light worker that feels like legit is a hard word to swallow. They need to own it. They need to own it because they deserve to own it, period. I just feel like you deserve that. Like you said, we want other people to find you, you, me, all of us, but we want to help. And therefore we need to be found. And like you said, there is no fluff. There is no fluff. You're either legit or you're not. There's no in-between. Yes. I'm so excited to be bringing this community of lightworkers together to uplift each other and, and grow together and to share our amazing gifts, really be able to serve people and help them get through these challenges, especially right now with how tough things are and how much tougher they're going to get. My heart just radiates joy and love for helping people feel em empowered on their journey, you know, like taking ownership for their own journey and being able to know that whatever help that they need moving forward, they have it. They know exactly where they need to go. They know they can get the information that they need and that there's going to be someone that can help them. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> Michelle, any questions before we wrap it up? No, just great thanks to you both and much love you as well it has been an absolute pleasure having you in my life sharing your stories your knowledge your gifts michelle spends every night working on my family in different areas and she's always giving she is just a an amazing ball of light and it's a big, big, big ball. And you don't, yes, you are starting to see it, but you just do not understand how bright you shine. You will have things coming out soon enough for people to be able to feel your gifts radiating through them like I do. Every day when I wake up motivated and excited and full of love and energy, I know you have a massive part in that. And I can't wait for you to be sharing that with more people. And um, especially our spiritual leaders being able to access your energy. Oh, actually, I was speaking to um, my friend, Bobby Joe the other day, and she has had some massive breakthroughs in the last week, week and a half. And I said, mm -hmm. Michelle was telling me that she sends, she's spreading that light to all spiritual leaders. And she said, well, she's doing an amazing job. This is an amazing ride. She says, it feels so good. So I was like, yeah, I, said, I said, I know she's really good at what she does. So as more spiritual leaders come together and start feeling that energy together, I'm super excited for you to work with them. They're going to be so lucky because what you do is absolutely amazing. I can't even wrap my head around the work that you do. I can't even explain it to people because I'm just like, it's beyond me. Wow. You're just, <laughs> I'm so touched. It's like, no, that's it means a lot coming from somebody as gifted and powerful as you you are amazing you've 
changed my life. And I know you, you're radiating such power and love. It's just amazing what's going to be coming. And I'm, I'm so proud to know you and so glad that you're in my life. I really, really am so grateful for you. Being able to share this journey with you at this point is very special to me. Um, so I'm grateful too. And Jada, I'm super grateful for you too. No, I'm, amazing. no I'm, I'm very, very grateful for you, Jada, and all that you're doing. You've been an immense help to me so far in my life already. You've changed the trajectory of my life. So I'm incredibly grateful for you and for your gifts. Thank you so much. Yeah, and that goes for me. Yeah, that goes for me too, Jay. As you know, you just even Jada being on this and doing the podcast and this sort of stuff. She is 13 years old. She, you know, Mm -hmm. she's still growing and she is still she still has fears like anyone else, you know, around getting on camera and talking and hearing her own voice, sharing a message, sharing her message and stuff. Jada, you are super strong, and um, I'm so proud of you for all that you do. I'm um, a proud mom. Yes, I am a proud mom. And she, yes, she is a massive ball of light that the world is very, very lucky to have. So mm-hmm. to both of you, thank you so much for being on this episode with me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for all your knowledge, Jada. And thank you to everyone who listened, who listens, who gets in contact or contacts us. We love your stories. We love being part of your life. We love being able to assist in any way we can. So thank you for your support. And until next time, take care.